Everybody, welcome to SCN After Live, this unofficial SCN Live After Show. We're in episode number 59 now, guys. And uh, as usual, here we got Cunt Dooku to my uh, hey. well, of me. He's on. How you doing, buddy? Yeah, you can't ease your ways. <laughs> Glad to be here. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. And uh, as you can see, it is just Dean and I today. So uh, it's going to be a great episode. Steam yeah, no, ahead, uh, as usual. Nothing to see here. Move along. No, well, we, fuck, are, we are very... Fucking remember crazy. that, Jay. Yeah. I, hey, man, hey, man, you fucked with me a lot, and I never gave it back because I wasn't sure. Well, I don't... You intimidate me still, man. Like, still, like, when you fuck with me, I'm still afraid to fuck with you back. I'll right. be honest, but, like, I'm starting Good. to loosen up a little bit more now, so... <laughs> that's what, Jay, that's what I call an ideal situation. That's what, you know, that's kind of... I've created that and, you know, continue to feel that way. Yeah, that's, well, I, that's what that is. Yeah, I mean, I can make it. I can make it to Ohio in less than a day. Like that could be. That's. An, I've done Yeesh. that drive before. Well, hey, man, come on over. I'll have some drinks and uh, some pizza ready for you. <laughs> then you're gonna explain. You're gonna explain the clown book behind your head to me. Yes, absolutely. Have... It's creepy as shit, man. I love it. I love it. Oh, I found man. it. In my grandmother's house. You don't. You don't say. I never noticed that. Never yeah. noticed that. Are you yeah. serious, Dean? You've never noticed that he's got a fucking murderous clown above his head. Well, you know, I already know it's the one clown. Now there's two, okay? Yes. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, honk, honk. Or as uh, you can see, if you're watching, guys, uh, we got the one and only Saul on here today to uh, talk, <laughs> some, uh, talk some SEN live with us. Um, uh, but before we do that real quick, I do want to do a quick, very, uh, very quick plug, uh, Saturday before Smodown, an hour before Smodown, uh, speaking of spectacular, uh, premieres, it will have myself, Dean here, uh, AK Cunt Dooku, uh, and, uh, uh, Dan Delinsky will be on there with us and we'll have a special segment from, uh, Louis, the Frenchie Monette called Frenchie's Corner. Uh, this is going to be a fun show, guys, and uh, our first guest this Saturday will be Abby Friel, so that's going to be a damn good time as well. We got um, Abby Friel on this Saturday. Yeah, how did yeah. you get Abby? How did we get Abby? I don't even know yeah. how we got Abby. We had Abby on Go Get That Rose a couple, three weeks ago or so, and so uh, I... I, oh, I make that too fan, that figures. Yeah, okay. that, uh, that was might, a fun show. I might have to send a few emails and stop this. I don't know that I could oh, do that. No. I don't know that no. I could subject Abby to you. Don't do that. Oh, man. Um, but uh, our cool special that, Abby, one week, I'm going to be drinking a lot more. I know that much. Uh, our special premiere episode, uh, like I said, this this Saturday, uh, with a special time, will be 11 a.m. P, uh, Pacific time and 2 p.m. Eastern time on the Jcast network. Uh, that channel on the YouTube. It it will not be on Merc with a movie blog. Um, but I'll, again, I said it last time, uh, made the, uh, the full announcement. Thank you to Josh, the Merc Rainer for, uh, for letting me make a uh, big announcements for it here on this show. Really appreciate it. Uh, but yeah, so check that out guys, everybody this Saturday on the Jcast network, 11 AM Pacific, <clears throat> excuse me, 2 PM Eastern. Uh, but yeah, we're here for, uh, if anyone gives you shit, <laughs> no, not really. Um, uh, I, I, I actually brought this show up to Saul at one point and he was like, 
Man, I wish I would have come up with that idea, Jay. It's so fucking awesome. And uh, isn't that how it went? No. No. That's not how it went, Saul. No, no, of course not. Coming in. No. What the hell is wrong with you? Of course I wouldn't do that. I don't know. But uh, I, but you, <laughs> I, unless, I might have said, oh, I wish I thought of that. And you're like, really? And then I said, no, don't do it. Don't waste our time with another reaction show. You guys oh, have this to ain't stop. Gonna be this is not, man. This will be, this will be, uh, well, I don't know if it'll be above or below a reaction show, but I don't think it'll be a quite a reaction show. <laughs> I don't know, man. I remember back, um, it doesn't seem like it was five weeks ago when, you know, like the rundown were kind of giving a little bit of shit to call to action. Like they're coming for us, you know, and now we've got like, I couldn't even name all the shows, all the showdown shows. Nor would you want at to. At this point. No. <laughs> no. Um, but, sure, but we don't show. live after show. So, uh, do you want to? Well, first of all, today, obviously, today's episode happened today. Therefore, holy really? shit, we have some tech issues today, guys. Woo! Yeah, we did. I was actually thinking about this because I wanted to, I was going to bring up, um, Ryan got a lot of shit the last couple of days, like more so with the, um, the sports team. Thing I don't follow that stuff. I just get. No, the, it is the uh, Eagles. Sorry, well, right. yeah, that that getting shit for the tech stuff is not fair. He's a guy no, starting no. a job. Yeah. During quarantine, he's actually several thousand miles away from the studio. The fact that we're still up and the show is still up and running should be commended. That's not nitpick with the, the tech issues. And they yeah. got through it. They got through it, and ninety percent oh, yeah. of the show was fine. Well, Ryan, my point is, Ryan deserves every comment, every criticism about his favorite sports team. Well deserved. <laughs> Yes, yes. My point is, is that I was pretty surprised that up until it took until this week for Ryan to start getting some serious shit. He coasted through the first couple of weeks, you know, <laughs> no trials of fire, like, you know, in terms of the past and stuff like that. So I thought it was a little bit suspicious that Ryan gets shit on for two days and then we have technical issues. Oh, I don't know, man. That seems stinky to me. Stinky. Are you called, wait a minute. Hang on. Are you saying there's a conspiracy that once Ryan starts getting shit, he starts pulling wires out of the wall saying, oh, I make That's exactly what I'm saying. Did, did I start? <laughs> <laughs> he is the man behind the curtain, so, you know, he can kind of do whatever he wants to an extent. Okay, so Dean's saying conspiracy. That's cool. Right. It's all a play. It's all a play. Everything's, like, bleeding out now into, into everything else. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dude, I did not mind one single bit. It didn't bother me at all. I still had a great time. I had a better time sometimes than I do when there are no tech issues whatsoever. So I'm not – it didn't bother me whatsoever. I still had a great yeah. time. Yeah. Chill out. Only issue I did have, it kind of rubbed me the wrong way a little bit, is Christian saying, you know, we can't hear the robot. Send them in anyway. And I get that they need it. When people are talking over the schmobot or the schmobot's talking over the people, that is the worst. That's the worst thing in my ear. That is the absolute worst. And it was echoing. And it was like, you know, we got a grand the other day. I say we. It wasn't me. I didn't get any. Um, <laughs> but, you know, we could have taken a hit today. We didn't need to push the schmobots over the... Over. I really wanted to hear the in-depth conversation on Super Hummin. Does anyone else follow that guy? He's the best. No, I don't follow. Yeah, I know who he is, but I don't follow. <laughs> I, um, 
I, yeah, I just yeah. wanted to hear a whole solid two hours on aliens. To be honest, that's where I was at. I gotta be honest with yeah. you. I could, I could, I could listen to Christian talk about aliens for two hours. Yeah, I, I, I think done with that. I think the, the past five years, if you've been paying attention to this at all, I don't know who is. I don't know who thinks this is crazy, but the disseminate the information that's being disseminated by like the U.S. military that's slowly putting out this. Yeah. Like, oh, by the way, we ran into this thing. We have no idea what it is and defies all earthly physics. Here's a video of it. Like, they keep doing this every few months for the past four or five years. Like, I think they're – it seems like we're being primed. It seems like we're just sort of like – they're slipping it into our bloodstream. So we don't yeah, know. Yeah, I feel but, that. Yeah. It's, I it's, think it's, that's weird. There was like – I don't follow it too closely because it will just take up too much space in my brain because, right. you know, I think too much. But I didn't hear anything for ages until we had that um, the, you know, that Air Force video that was about a year ago, the the site the sighting or whatever it was, the um the, the, the object. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah. That's right. That agrees. Um, and now this thing, and yeah, it definitely stinks. Like because the government can't work with the government, all the people. So the fact of if this is a thing. And the government is working with the aliens, or the aliens are working to, to kind of cover that up. It just seems too crazy to me. Um, and beyond arrogant to assume that it's just us. Um, uh, I digress. I, I could do with the alien stuff. It reminded me a lot of, um, and I say this all the time lately, like the old Collider Live, you know, when, like, especially when you had the arena on and we kind of just get into these like existential, you know, non movie talk related topics. I, um, I miss the Darina BDSM conversation too, very much, very much. Was Man, it BDSM? I suppose it was BDSM. I mean, I, I tried not to read too much into that stuff because again, I'll just start thinking and like, so they said this, but they were doing that. Mm-hmm. I don't want to know. Just, just be, just be my on-screen. See, every time she bring that up, I'm like, I gotta go get my bag with all my nip clips all and right, all yeah, gag and shit. And like, for Christ's I gotta sake. go get my spatula so I can slap myself. You know, I'm just like spatula. Yeah. What are you? What are yeah. you gonna, you gonna tie up your pancakes? What are you talking about? Yeah, that's your cooking utensil here too. Just making sure we're on the same yeah. page. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Wait, which one is the? Is this? Wait, the one that. Never mind. Anyway, I get way off track with that kind of stuff. Never mind. Let's just not even approach that. It seems like we already have. Let's let's pull out of this car crash and see if we can keep on the path here. <laughs> pull out. Yeah. Oh Jesus Christ. Oh Jesus Christ, I'm like. <laughs> I may be forty one, dude, but I'm like fucking five at heart, dude, for real. Mm-hmm. Um talking about getting primed for things, right? I've had this theory. We've not seen Brett without a hat on. I'm not going weird, don't I? We've not seen Brett without a hat on for about two weeks now. Yeah. I don't know when they filmed Spectacular. My my guess is that they show you might. I don't know if you have any insight on this, and I know if you did, you would probably say anything anyway. But my feeling is that last week, from like Wednesday to Friday, they were filming or shooting Spectacular, and we've not seen Brett with the hat on. Do you think Brett's playing Kevin Smith as the flowers because they were priming us today that's what really tipped me over the edge when they kind of brought the flowers back up and started playing the old clips and stuff do you think they're kind of just refreshing us on that to get us ready for a return on saturday no that would be amazing though that would be the to subject kevin smith to the subvert and the subvert and flowers would be incredible 
But from what I yes. understand, the Seflirt and Flouse is, is there's some sort of um, he can't get back into the country because of the pandemic. <laughs> also, there's some charges pending in addition to the pandemic. Oh my but god! Yeah. If can you just imagine right. Kevin Smith versus the Seflirt and Flouse? That would be too good to be. Imagine trying to explain the Seflirt and Flouse to Kevin Smith. How that well, would go? Well, you got to assume that in the context of the match, you wouldn't get the chance to explain. So is oh, Smith yeah. sitting there thinking like? Is this like actually some celebrity that I don't know? Because Smith's like, I'm a celebrity. This dude might actually be some German dude that I don't know about. Well, and- imagine if that then led to a Zaflirt and Flouse uh, cameo in a future Kevin Smith movie. That would be epic. Oh, amazing. man. That if, would be awesome. If Flouse actually like, turned into a global sensation, I would be so fucking oh, over the moon. Well, I he, already, think- he already is in our hearts. So. Well, yes. yeah, he is. But, you know, next level. Uh, uh, a galactic sensation because these aliens need to get in on the flowers too right yeah but just all for the last two weeks i can just hear it in my head christian doing the announcing of the match you know introducing first and then it's oh what is this who's that it's a burning flat i can just see that playing so well in christian's head and in that my would, head and my heart that that would be worth the price of spectacular alone yes Just that if if they dropped the flirt and flouse on us which again i don't think it's likely i think uh things sometimes things are too good to be true and that opportunity i don't think i don't see that happening but if it if it would i'd go nuts if it did happen yeah i just i think they managed the flowers thing a little bit too well you know like sometimes some of these jokes can kind of drag on a little bit longer than you would want them to sometimes even like the most like biggest appreciators of an in joke they can go on a little bit long and i think with the flowers they cut it perfectly at just the right time there was like no we're gonna drop it now and because we don't want to kill it because you never know we might want to bring it back for something and i think this is it i think this was it i think this was the plan the whole time to be honest i don't want to get my hopes up because i'll be you know i'm it's spectacular i'm gonna be stoked to see it all anyway but watch this space I have a Flirt and Flouse gif in my photo file on my iPad. If it's him just doing this, and yes. I sometimes I sometimes when I'm I need to chuckle, I will just literally look at it for a few minutes. I will just it's very amusing to me. But yet, listen, he needs. I would love to see uh, the Flouse back in any in any shape or form. And I'm sure most people agree. Um, when we get away from lockdown. When, we, when this is all in our rearview mirror, that will be a very fond memory of it. Like, just because I feel like my brain was melting down as well at that point yeah. in, in, in the quarantine. And um, I would love to see the, I would love to see him again, especially in the Shmodo. That would be really awesome. Yeah. I think spectacular would be good because you could just bring it in, for, bring, I say it like it's like an entity, you know, this ethereal construct, but, Bring him in just for, for spectacular end of the year. Like you say, cap that whole thing off. We'll hopefully we'll have this year to look back on as like that anomaly. And I just think that would be the perfect place to do it. Because if you put him in the draw, you cut, if you put him in the draft next year, people are going to want the flowers every fucking match that he's in. Not that Brett's going to get a lot of matches anyway. But hey, it's my faction mate. He, he should. He should. Are we? Sorry, Jay. Are you, you got something? Well, uh, well, you you kind of segued into something I that I, I that I was thinking about this morning or yesterday morning, one of the two uh, days fucking bleed together now. Um, 
Now, now say I think it's I think it's kind of been uh, at least thought that this is Brett's last season, first and last season in the Schmodown. Um, I think just the assumption that he that and I don't mean this in a rude way that perhaps he was more of a novelty draft and that next season there's going to be some stiff competition and he won't be picked up. But I was thinking, well, what if he beats Kevin Smith? Is that going to make his stock go up any higher? Because, I mean, it is Kevin Smith, and he does know a lot about movies. It's not like another Bonnie where, I'm sorry, but Bonnie underperformed greatly. But I just was wondering if I'm going to push back on that. Bonnie Bonnie Somerville had maybe my favorite match of the year against um, the other Saul, Marisol McKee. And um, <laughs> is that what we called it now? Yeah, Mara, the other Saul McKee, and <laughs> the other uh, Saul <laughs> And um, I, that was maybe my favorite, maybe the fun, certainly the funnest match of the year. Um, yeah, I, I can see the that. The Wildberries dis- self-destructing that was more tragic. I didn't like that, uh, so I can't give it to that. The best match of the year was Merle Bateman one. But the funnest Bonnie Marisol and Bonnie was the funnest match of the year. I was, I was, I. So I mean, well, if you I, can, I mean, if, as far as bringing contributing points to the to the faction, well, she underperformed someone, in that manner. You you realize you're talking to someone who's literally never contributed a point to his faction, right? So I'm not sure. What there's a there's a huge difference in your performance and, uh, dude, I would take your one performance of, over both of her performances this season combined. It just it to me they were night and day. It just I don't know. That's that's me. That's me. She yeah. seems she she's another person that kind of comes off like a novelty draft. I'm and again I don't mean that is a bad thing, but it happens. And I just think that she was one of those that uh, that was drafted more the novelty of her uh, having been on SCN Live and uh, some character work that she could bring. I think that was the the driving factor behind her drafting. Uh, as opposed to skill, as far as knowledge and trivia and stuff. That that may that may or may not be true, but the movie trivia showdown has enough room for every for all types. Yeah, I and, think and there's so. Not, there's nothing wrong with those players. I, I don't, there's nothing no, intrinsically incorrect about drafting someone who's who's going to be entertaining. Um, I I think that was probably why I was. Truth be told, I was probably drafted. And traded for because I think there was a I think I think Kate Mulligan who traded for me suspected I was going to be a character. I don't think she under I think she I know for a fact she was very surprised at what I was how I was dedicating myself to the Schmodown. Yeah. So I think there's enough room for characters. I think yeah. it's fun to mix it up to have Bonnie Somerville's to have Josh McCougas. I, I I enjoy that part of the Schmodown very much, and I hope it doesn't get diminished. Yeah, for me, Just stay the, the hell out of IG. <laughs> the the character stuff and the personality stuff goes a long way for me as well. Like when we, if we're voting on rookie of the year and a lot of people are saying Adam Collins, Adam Collins, Adam Collins, my vote's on Marisol McKee because while she hasn't had anywhere near the the run that he's had, she just came in at just a level of character and like a full well rounded package. So that stuff goes a long way as far as I'm concerned. I assume that Kate sees it in a similar way because you know it's a show and she she obviously recognized your mic game from collider live and 
I'm assuming that Christian kind of like, you know, she's a new manager. It's like, you know, this guy, he's going to be good. Whether he plays good or not, he'll be good. And you did play good. Um, I don't know how much we want to like just start talking schmo down. I mean, this episode's kind of an anomaly, right? But hey, I'm, I mean, I'm just here to uh, talk shit. So you guys let me know. I, I mean, yeah, I've yeah. got like I got like one other thing from Essie and Live, but we bring that. Just continue with the conversation, man. We'll, I'll bring that up when we come back from break here in a minute. So, um, so yeah, I want I'll get to it. I was going to ask you. Obviously, you say this is we're getting hashtags sure we. You say it's kind of a joke. Yeah, uh, and it is like you. It kind of just, I guess, you kind of just like, oh, I did that, and now I'm just do that, and then like this has happened, and you know, strike while the iron's hot or whatever. Mm-hmm. There's got to be some calculation to this, right? Like the draft is coming up. You had the one match, you had a good showing, but obviously, there's so much has happened between now and then. So, I, you, you've got to be consciously raising your profile ahead of the draft, right? You spoken to anyone? Uh, is that is that am i close i don't appreciate this accusation you're lobbing at me here dean um you saying i am doing committing a craven act sit simply for attention no so i, I don't think it's attention my... i think it's smart marketing mm-hmm. um because you know like i said a lot has gone down in the schmodown since you know the beginning of the year the ig tournament and all of that stuff and you know, this is a good time for you to remind everyone that I am good on the mic. I can talk. I can play. I mean, you dropped some stuff on the Inner Geekdom show. I mean, you only watch Inner, Inner Geekdom movies exclusively. You only watch Inner Geekdom stuff. Like, yeah, that, no, I, I cut it off a few, a uh, couple of weeks ago. I cut, I cut off regular movies. So is, is that the first time you've done that? Or is that just a new approach that you're trying or... No, I did it last year too. Uh, last year, from uh, December until uh, about a month after my loss, I, 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 um, I, 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 I mean, like I wasn't even watching TV shows. I think I, w- I saw The Invisible Man. The Invisible Man in theaters was the last movie I saw in theaters. That was the only time I let let myself um, not see a non-IG movie. And I went to the movie theaters thinking I was going to see Birds of Prey. So like I had, I just it, it just didn't work out. So we ended up going to see Invisible Man. But no, that's going to be part of that's part of my strategy now. It's just IG movies from now on. Just um, I'm a I mean, painter. Like, what, 400 movies, right? Uh, it's about that. Yeah, it's going to be bigger this year. I hope oh. there's some movies that belong in IG that aren't there. Actually, there's no there's no movies. Invisible in- Man. I I've been saying a monsters a monster movie slice on IG could be something Godzilla. You know, Universal mm-hmm. monsters that kind of thing. You know, some of like your classic like robots and sci-fi things. I think that's a valid. I, w- um, I would not be. I would not be opposed to Universal monsters. I would be. I don't want to. I don't want to put. I don't want to go crazy with the horror. horror. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But Universal monsters. Yeah. Okay. There's a whole geek subculture around those films. I love those films. Frank James Wells Frankenstein and Bride of Frankenstein, which I watch. I watch those every year. I watch them back to back because they're both short. They're both about an hour and ten minutes, so you can watch them back to back. Beautiful yeah, films, sure. beautiful, yeah. beautiful films. I also my favorite horror movies aren't scary; they're just spooky. I like spooky movies. I don't love. I don't. I mean, I've never been scared by a movie except for I've been scared by two movies actually. That's not entirely true. The Shining, because Jack kind of reminded me of my dad in that, so I was like, Ugh. and um, and uh, Ordinary People. So, mm. which is. Um, yeah, 
which scared me for very different reasons. Um, <laughs> but uh, I, I would love, I, I would, I would, I would be in favor of a universal monster slice, uh, or at least putting those movies in. There are certain comic book movies that are not a part of IG as as of this as of right now that I would I yeah. think should be in there. Uh, the Conan the Barbarian series is not part yeah, of IG for, for some reason. Um, I think we've had RoboCop once or twice come up as your question. In Robocop, it, Robocop is part of IG. I, I watched it in my preparation. Um, and that was a movie first, not a comic book or anything. I think Conan yeah, that was, was like old serial like stretch yeah. and stuff, right? So yeah, that Co Conan movie. was a comic years ago. And um, Tarzan. You could, I suppose, Tarzan. I, I suppose. I'm not sure how relevant that is to today. I mean, oh, there was the. Uh, there was that one Tarzan movie a few years ago. I'm not sure. Yeah, Alexander Yeah, the Skarsgård. Yeah, there it is. Yeah, Margot um, Robbie was in that thing. I don't think anyone yeah. saw it. I think so. How did they miss I that? I think she was Jane. Oh, that's interesting. I didn't know that. Um, I might have, yeah, fact check me. But uh, I have a list somewhere of other movies that are like, how the hell is this not IG? Um, what did I, I, oh, I... Conan, I keep banging the Conan drum because I watched it. Well, I, I thought I was studying for IG, so I watched Conan the Barbarian, not, the not knowing. You broke not the <laughs> Yeah. And, like, I'm nitpicking, but I'm like, well, that instead of watching Conan the Barbarian, I could have watched the Star Trek movie that night. I didn't have to. So yeah. it was a little. Um, like, hey, I watched it. It needs to be on the list because I fucking watched it, okay? <laughs> well, it, it meets the criteria. It's a great The first one's great. The second one is okay. It's worth I love Conan so much, I'll watch the second one. It's not nearly as good as the first one. Um, the Momoa one is just sort of there as well, but that yeah. first Conan movie is. I could I could play a I could go back on the Inner Geekdom show and just do a a ten pointer quiz of Conan the Barbarian. That's how much I love that movie. That'd be cool. You did well in that as well. The um, the I missed point. one. I I fucking Barely. missed that one, and it wasn't a hard question either. And by the way, when I was on the Inner Geekdom show and I said a challenge, I was being I was joking around. I wasn't really. It was a good question. Winston asked a very good question. I was just pissed off that I missed. it. Oh man, you impressed me in that oh, the um, the Batman Returns stuff. I grew up on that move. Um, that movie. You knew yeah, the name too. of um, Max Shrek's business associate, who's not even in the movie apart from as a dead person. I think Fred, not, Fred Atkins. Yeah, you pulled it out pretty quickly, and um, the three writers on that movie as well. You you pulled those out, and I I, I could tell you that, and I've seen that was, movie two hundred times easily. Yes, yeah, Sam Haim, Daniel Waters, who wrote a movie I love called Heather's. Uh, yeah, Sam Haim yeah. wrote Sam Haim wrote the original Batman. I forget who did it. And then someone, someone did like a dialogue polish on it too. Like whose name is, is yeah, it? Yeah, those. Kind of, but yeah, this is what I mean, man. Those movies, you know, this was before like, you know, those were still very kind of different studio system back then, as opposed to now. You're like, okay, the Russos are writing, they're directing. John Watts is writing, directing. James Gunn is writing, he's directing. You kind of know, but back though. In those days, it was a completely different thing. And like you say, you'd have like three, four, five different, you know, writers, ghost writers and stuff like that come on. And I was like, oh, no, it was directed by Tim Burton, you know. But I thought I thought he wrote it, but, you know. No, Bert, I, don't, I don't think Burton has ever written any of his movies. I'm pretty sure he always um, – hmm. I don't think that's the appeal well, No, normally you get like a story by or something like that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I was, I was impressed with that stuff. That was – Pretty impressive. You did you see well, it, Jay? There are some movies that are so ingrained. Like when I was growing up, I don't know how my old man afforded HBO, but we had HBO as a kid, and that was like a big deal. Um, 
And when you had HBO in, in the United States, you was one HBO. Now there's literally, I think, 11 HBOs, plus you get On Demand, plus if you have We HBO, can't even get one. One HBO. I just want a H. Come on, guys. We get, a, if, in the, right now, you, if, you, if you subscribe to HBO, you get 11 HBOs. When I was a wow. kid, you get, you'd get one, right? And they'd get a movie, and once, like, at the beginning of the month, they'd get, there'd be another couple of movies would be introduced to HBO, and you, whether you like that movie or not, you were going to watch that movie like 10 times because it was always going to be on like almost every day. So these movies, like I, I, um, I like to, I like to compare it to painting. If you, um, if you know anything about painting, it's, uh, you shouldn't try to, um, you shouldn't try to paint exactly what you want to see right away. You have to build up your paint in layers. You want to build it up in very thin coats to it develops until it becomes opaque. So there are some movies that are in my brain so deep. They're in my DNA almost. There's so many layers of from watching them for 10, 20, 30 years. Like the opacity is so high for the Tim Burton Batman movies, for the Christopher Reeve Superman movies, the, the original Star Wars trilogy, um, and other movies I'm not going to name for strategic reasons. But like those movies have, I, I know them, I, can, I could reenact them. That I, I really, yeah. I think I said, I might have said on the IG show, I could do a one man show of Batman Returns. Yeah, uh, I could probably run. Like, hey, maybe that's something we could do at some point. You know, mm-hmm. I, I, I like it when we get like those like those script readings and stuff. Like a lot of people mm-hmm. are doing those this year because of quarantine, obviously. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe we could get a Batman Returns script reading going on. I'd be down okay. for that. Mm-hmm. Um. Awesome. But uh, uh, real quick, guys, we do need to take a very quick pause. Uh, we're going to play a couple of quick promos for you guys for a couple other shows. We'll be back in just one minute. And I've got a question for you, Saul, uh, concerning the, the the one and only Roxy Stryer. So uh, we'll see. Who? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We'll we'll find out here on the flip side well, of this. We'll be right back, guys. Just, I don't uh, know that person. Hi everyone, this is Sarah, host of Go Get That Rose podcast, a podcast that is dedicated to talking about all things Bachelor Nation. Join Jay Wade, a man in his 40s who is recently new to all things Bachelor Nation, and myself, someone who has been watching passionately for the past three years, as we review, share our thoughts on each episode of whatever show is currently on TV, whether that is Bachelor, Bachelorette, or Bachelor in Paradise. We might not even know everyone's name, but we have fun nonetheless. You can find us on Merkwood and Movie Blog Feed wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey guys, Sean and Wade are back, and we're here to tell you about the next season of our Mandalorian show, Hey Mando. That's right, this year, we have a name. Hell yeah, dude, Boba Fett season two! Wade, please. Dude, come on. I can't wait to watch the continuing adventures of Boba Fett and Baby Yoda. The Mandalorian, it's not Boba Fett. It's, it's not Boba Fett. And it's not Baby Yoda, it's the child. Yeah, Boba Fett and Baby Yoda. You know what? Whatever. Join us every Friday at 6.30 p.m. Eastern live on the Merc with the Movie blog YouTube channel or catch the podcast version on the Merc with the Movie blog podcast feed as we cover every episode of The Mandalorian Season 2. 
Dude, yes, Boba Fett and Baby Gogurt. That is right. Baby Yoda now has a new name and is not Grogu or whatever the hell that is. It is Baby Gogurt. That's official. That's official. You heard it from me. Baby Gogurt in the house. Uh, be sure to check out those days, guys. Really good time. And go get that Roses on tonight live yeah. at 7 p.m. Uh, on this channel here. Or no, not this channel. Merc with the Movie Blog uh, channel. But that's a, that's a fun-ass show, too. Inspired by Winston Marshall, actually. Um, what are your thoughts on last night's episode of Bachelor Saw? I mean, Dutasha, she's got a lot of hard decisions to make, and I, I'm not sure that she's made all the correct ones so far. There's a couple dudes she let go that I kind of favored a little bit. And then she let the well, two journalists go, in, in American Psycho. Uh, well, well, she sent home the one fella, and then and the, but Stashole's still around. But I mean, I don't know. What's your take on all of it? And 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 how do you think that the splitting up of of this this one season of the Bachelorette between two ladies, one being Claire who started and left with uh, with Dale and Chip, never got any any play whatsoever in that. Um, but you know, what do you think the impact is going forward, Saul, on them having two ladies in one season rather than just one lady doing a full season? Hey, Jay. Yeah. You shut the fuck up. All right. I don't know what you're doing. You better knock All it right. off right now. Yes, sir. Stop it. Now get back yes, to sir. interviewing me. <laughs> Taisha who? But I do have a Roxy question about Roxy Stryer, which has to do with the snowdown. <laughs> so um, I will ask that question here. Um, no, seriously, though, um, it's, I don't, now, we don't know what your conversations have been with Kate, and it's none of our business. That's between you guys. We'll all find out what happens when the draft comes, and I'm stoked for it. Um, but, I mean, it is possible that you won't be drafted by Kate. Someone else could get to you first um, or something. Anything could happen. So my question is, how would you feel if you heard that night Roxy Stryer called your name in the draft and drafted you? Uh, I would be very, very, very surprised. I think a lot of other people would be too. And I don't think that's going, I don't think that's very likely. You don't think that she could see the potential in, in you that, that a lot of others see myself included, not potential, but I mean, dude, you, you had Hannah baby heel. Let that just, that match was, a was, a you almost had that question. So, I mean, in my mind, you're a big star in the IG in the future, but you don't think that Roxy, yeah. she is a smart manager. I mean, she could she could see 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 what you got going on. And, I mean, dude, who really thought that uh, it was going to work out when she started managing Snyder? You know, I, I think everyone might be a mess. I look, I don't think Roxy Stryer is aware that I'm in the Schmodown. So, I just let's keep let's keep it quiet. Let's not let her. You know. All right. I think there's a good chance that she she would be very surprised to see me. I think that's what happened with quarantine and not be, me not being in LA. I think so. Let's not let her know, and okay. throw her off her game. I know she's going to have a very busy draft day, so we wouldn't want to burden her. Yeah, but yeah. And, and, but and, and on the in a quick follow up to that, uh, what is your strongest category in IG? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, can, uh, are you, you, Jay, I lost you a little bit. What, what, what was I really, Yeah. Um, what, what is your strongest category in IG? <laughs> We're going to keep going. No. I don't think you said that, Jay. I think it was something else. <laughs> um, um, no, but, but, 
Getting away go from that. Can I go back to the um, Brandon match real quick? Because nothing specific, really. But I think, I don't know if this was intentional on Christian's part. Like I said, we know that through Collider Live and possibly before that, you know, you guys have like been in coots, as some might say. And um, I'm loving this straight face he's blocking me with, not giving me anything. But um, would you think it was intentional to put you in a match with um, Brandon Hanna? Because Christian, obviously, that's a genius move. If you're trying to put you over, you put you up against the most hated person possibly in the show. I mean, Chandru, people might say differently now. But at the time, like nobody wants to work with Brandon Hanna. Nobody wants to play him. Nobody wants to manage him. And I'm not even sure how much of that is kayfabe. Do you think there was some strategic placement there in the tournament? It worked. Uh, I think needed to, we love you. But go on. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to talk over you. I think Christian's very good at making matches and making people interested in putting two people together. And not putting me against Definitely. Brandon would have been silly. I think with the yeah. heat that was coming off a very that was not yeah. what happened with Brandon was you know people have asked me this before like. You know, that wasn't kayfabe. That's it wasn't planned out. No one told Kate to do that. That that was a naturally completely organic event that happened. She she traded Brandon and she had faith in me. So Christian, it would have been it would have been silly to not me put me and Brandon head to head or maybe yeah. put me in a match in which I could get to Brandon easily. I don't know, but but who's to say what would be easy for me? So uh it was it was a very smart decision uh that that Christian made, and I'm glad he did. And I look forward to smashing Brandon Hanna at some point in the 2021 season. I'm down for it, man. I'm down for it. Because, you know, let's be real. You're a likable guy. You're not exactly a... I wouldn't call you a face player in the Schmodown. You know, you you come out in pretty hard. You're pretty intense. The um, Your pre-match promo, I was a little bit scared. Like, you didn't blink once. Did not blink once. I mean, Brandon Hanna blinked a million times in seven-minute promos. So, you know, it's a little bit of an unfair comparison. Seven minutes? Was that all Was that all it was? It felt like... Oh, man, I mean, I'm still I, watching it now on another feed here. He's still doing it. He's still going on right now. I think he's at that desk with a blackboard behind him. I literally thought he was going to tell us to take out our notebooks. And like, I, oh, my God, he just kept talking and talking. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, but I'm yeah, he's a, blinky, for him, he's a blinky fuck, isn't he? He likes to blink. I don't appreciate that at all. I'm worried. I think the um like the overkilling on the, the um the hill stuff, he might not even get drafted. I've got a feeling that like oh, I don't think, you think oh, so? somebody pick him up. If he if he doesn't get drafted, I will talk Kate into drafting him. Because I he needs to be back in this league. He owes he's a debt. Good. He owes he 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 will play me. That will happen. Yeah. And if he's and if he's not, I'll we'll go to some sort of underground movie trivia trivia kumatai situation where I will go and meet him on an island somewhere. Sunset, it's going yeah. to happen. So trust me. No, he'll he'll definitely get Brandon will definitely get drafted. He's a very know, he's a, all jokes aside, he's a good he's a very good player. Yeah, no, I think for the storyline possibilities, maybe, but you've got to assume that the Droobs like uh, if even if they're going to be the Droogs next year, I mean, again, I'm assuming we get an announcement at Spectacular for that. Maybe even they're going to announce the new manager because it seems like Ken's not doing it. So I think whichever way you look at it, that faction is just rebuilding from the ground up in every sense of the word. And and everyone's seen, you know, whether it was, you know, 
kayfabe or not, that the, the way that he was treating Ken, I don't want that. Even if it is kayfabe, if I'm, I'm the manager about that man, I'm still fucking pissed about that. <laughs> if I'm the manager, I at least want to. Even you can have your drama, your kayfabe, your storyline, and all of that. I need to. I need to be respected. If I'm the manager, I need to at least appear to be getting respect from my players because that's going to affect you know who wants to sign next year. And obviously, we're not probably not going to have Ken, so it's kind of moot. But I don't know, man. I think I think he went too far in the deep end. Personally. That was a genuine asshole move and moment for him. Uh, now, now, like you just said, Saul, all jokes aside, he is a good player, and his his character work is great. I love it. I love it. Like, I have nothing against him, and he and I have taken a couple jabs. He's jabbed this show on Twitter before, and I've jabbed him. That's all fine. That's all fine again. But, but on a serious level, just I really honestly believe that the way he treated Ken in that match – was a real fucking asshole move, man. I don't like it, but I mean, yeah, I just it was it was disrespectful cool. to Ken. It was disrespectful to the entire faction. I mean, yeah, I think any other manager, man, and and people who listen to me for a while know, man. I I got I got some uh, I got some thoughts on this shit. <laughs> any other manager that wouldn't have worked, and I think a lot of people would have taken your stance if that was any other manager. But Ken kind of played up the whole kind of indifference. I'm just doing this for the money angle, so I think it didn't feel as personal. Like if if that was Kate and he was coming after her, on a, you know, you guarantee he'd have to delete his Twitter account. Like he would get no end of shit. You know, if if only I mean, now that we're talking about this, none of the other. You're defending Ken more than the other players on his faction are. If you really talk about it, nobody else come out and said, "Well, hang on." Yeah, dude, yeah. I, 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 part of the problem. Part of the a problem. All of them. The I, I, look at this, I love the competition. So for me, it's like, dude, he was fucking around with the points for the faction, the points for him. It just, it from a sports aspect. He was fucking dick that day, man. He really, he really did him dirty, in my opinion. From from that aspect, well, what as the hell did you expect? Yeah, it was very entertaining. What the hell did you expect? He's a, he's a, you know, he got his ass kicked off a team. I mean, this is the type yeah. of character yeah. that he's got yeah. he's running around. Was it your yeah. match, or that he did the um the Green Hornet challenge? Was that your match, or was that the match he played afterwards? I lost you a little bit, Dean. I'm sorry. What was that? Oh, was um, was it your match when he challenged the Green Hornet question, or was that a different match? Do you know what happened? Is when I told you I lost you. When you said it again, it was the same exact. It sounds like you were talking to a fan. I'm sorry. I know it's on my end, but it was the uh, Green Hornet challenge. Was oh, that Green your match? Hornet. Yeah, that was. Uh, no, it was not my match. That was. Uh, that was the following match, right? That was Alex Damon. Yeah. Which, by yeah, the way, in, in fairness to Hannah, that was one of the best challenges I've ever heard. How eloquently it was put. It was argued well. There was he cited examples, and then completely lost. But it was one of the better challenges, better worded challenges I've ever heard in my life. I mean, it's it nonsense. Green Hornet's just eloquently worded, but the, yeah. when the when the, the the core root of the challenge that you're making is just the stupidest bullshit I've ever heard. It doesn't matter how eloquent you are. I knew that that movie was on the list, and I've never seen the list, and I knew yeah. that was on there. But, but it's it's it working. In fairness to anyone who challenges anything, I, I last year, last week, a year ago this week, I saw Ben Bateman turn an incorrect answer, argue it into a correct one. 
So that's the challenge <laughs> yeah. culture in the Schmodown, and I hope to God it goes away because it's not yeah. it's not what I'm about. Sometimes, some yeah, sometimes I like it. I think sometimes it it makes sense, but then it is dangerous because then if it's if there is the president, then everyone wants to try and push the boundaries of what a challenge or a successful challenge can be, and it did kind of get a bit out of control this year. I think. It's I mean. I don't know. Some of them, I don't know. I don't mind it. Some of them, even if I think they're ridiculous, I'm like, well, screw it. You've got a right to challenge. So that's something that that uh, that I'm sure Christian's already looked into for next season is, yeah. you know, setting setting the rules like what can and can't be challenged. Just like in football, you can you can't challenge certain situations and certain things. Uh, I would assume that Christian's been. That's one of the big changes to the rule book or additions to it, at least, that, that he's been talking about. I don't know. One of the craziest challenges for me, just as, an, as a side note, and I love video, Drew, more than a, a lot of people in the world, in the universe, even the aliens, right? Video I have a feeling I'm about to get pissed off again. But that American Psycho Challenge, man, that was crazy. I can't believe she won that, where she um, I, I think I'm asked in the category of horror thriller. And she said, I don't think of it as a horror movie. Therefore, it's how it was listed, though. I don't know, man. It, it's a horror I'm movie. I'm still pissed that they gave her another question. They should have given everybody a different fucking question, a new question. That still pisses me off when I think about that, man. And and they could, dude, that, that completely could have changed the, the whole fucking outcome of that tournament and everything. I think yeah. they could have very well gone on... Shit, fuck! I feel like fucking Chevy Chase in, or in the original Vacation. And don't get me wrong, I want Video Drew to win everything. I want Looney Bin back. I think that was that was almost that's on par with the Wildberries. I think, and that's that's kind of sacrilegious to say because the Wildberries are the Wildberries. But going back to like talk about like the novelty teams and the novelty players and stuff i think there's definitely a place for those in singles but i think like julia's saying in the inner geekdom and i think in the teams as well where the teams are so competitive i think the the, the place for all wild berries in the team division is just is past i think you can still have those players in in the singles because you're going to need you know you're going to have rookies coming in but the chances of having like that softer team where you can you know have the kind of novelty team I think he's gone, but a loony bin were real dangerous as well, man. And I want to see them go back. And I, I know you can't say anything about conversations over the den because I know you guys have got Tom, Tom. Um, but I, I, I'd like to see either you guys pick up Video Drew or or vice versa. I'd like. I, I think they need to come back. I'd like to see it. Hey guys, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna try something real quick. I gotta back out. Can you let me back in? I'm having some technical issues. Yes, I will remove you and bring yeah, you back. Yeah, we'll, we'll let you back in. We can do that. Well, I mean, you have to come back in yourself. Yeah, you've got to want to come back in, or yeah. you you to stay out. <laughs> you, you've got oh man, uh, I'm I'm all kinds of hot now. Um, yeah, I'm 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 pretty sweaty. In the UK, that's a big deal. You well, well I mean, like pissed off hot. Um, 
Hey, there you go, buddy. How you doing? Much, much, much better. It sounded like helicopter propellers. I'm sorry. It was, no, it was that's like, cool. Yeah. Just in time for me to say, because I'm sitting here, dude, I'm, I'm sorry, but all this stuff and, and anyone who's even curious what's going to happen on speaking of Schmodown, this right here, I guarantee is going to happen every fucking week. If, if something goes fucked up, that, that is just fucked up. But in this, I've, I've always said this will never, ever be the hill that I will die on. Okay. But it is an example I will use because damn it. It, okay, Sir Lord Attenborough is the motherfucker a sir or a lord? He's not both. And and if you know the answer, this is to the competitors and and not and and but on a toned down level for you, Saul. Uh, like <laughs> this, this level tone is for you. But but the rest of y'all, dude, the competitors, listen. If you know the answer, just give the damn answer. But if you want to get fancy and shit with all the titles and whatnot, you better damn well get them right. That, I mean, for fuck's I, sake, man. I agreed. I agreed with this. But then on shortly after that uh, match, Bibiani spoke about it. And he said that he actually went and looked it up afterwards. And I think it was like within a month of that particular movie that David Attenborough had his title change. So that that he was pretty close, you know. Well, when I yeah, also, it, it also there's Barrett. not like there wasn't another person that that could have been though. So yeah, it yeah, doesn't yeah. matter. It, it's it your answer. Your nice. answer is your answer. Yeah, I, I, I think I said if you're going to get flashy, then you need to have the right title, correct? I think that was that was a bad yeah, challenge. I was there live. The place went ape shit. It was it was kind of it was kind of cool to be there live, but like I bet, I, man, I bet. Yeah, I, I didn't like that challenge. You know, but the daddy's little monster. Now that one, I will die on that hill. That was a bullshit call on that one. I don't remember that one. When it was what was written on uh, Harley Quinn's shirt in Suicide Squad, the answer is Daddy's Lil, I-L-I, monster. And one said that, the other spelled out little, and they gave it to both of them. I'm sorry, but that is not, the, it said specifically what was written on someone's shirt. Yeah. And it, it was Lil, not yeah, yeah. Little. It was a line that of dialogue. You could let that slide. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, did it have the apostrophe? Did it have the apostrophe after the L? You know, how far do we I'm want to take I'm not going to nitpick that as much <laughs> as I hear the difference between Lil and Little. But anyway. I think it's an interesting for competitors to go on shows and take apart questions. So I don't, I, I try not to do that. Yeah, no, yeah. that's cool. That's cool. You can just. Anyway, sorry. That's just cool. me getting on a, getting on a, a, a little rant there. But, uh, for real, though, as far as SEN Live, though, circle back here, there was something I did notice from yesterday. Um, the, it, it was like maybe a, it was a low burn, heated conversation, kind of, um, uh, as far as uh, the the Nolan Ryan and how far the talk about him should go. Because Ben's like, you know, at one point, Ben's like, I'm not going to say anything, you know, yeah. until whoever comes on the show. And then Roka was, Roka slams him and, and goes, sorry, I'm not being, uh, or sorry, I'm being unprofessional, but I'm just going to put in my two cents. I took that as obviously a slight little jab at, at, at Ben for him taking it easy on him earlier. I mean, it wasn't nothing huge, but I did notice yeah. that. I thought it was very funny. 
What does Ben know that we don't? You know, is Christopher Nolan scheduled on the on the guest list? Or is he is he popping in for the SEN Christmas well, Roker special? Well, won't be on that day. Well, we, <laughs> I know that the Subvertin Flouse has a lot of contacts in Hollywood. I think he knows Nolan or knows of him. They kind of have yeah. they're in the same circles. So it's entirely possible yeah. they pop up. Yeah, I think the prestige was actually based on the flirting flowers, his early life, uh, actually. Sure. Um, nice. I heard that. <laughs> they had to edit out a lot of those orgies. Yeah. yeah. But um, uh, the Nolan uh, thing, man, can we, are we, are we going to touch on that at all? Or are we worried that Christopher Nolan's coming on? Because... I, you guys, I personally don't give, I don't, I don't have a dog in this fight, man. Cause I never, I never really went to theaters anyway before the pandemic. And I mean, I, I have a, but, but like, I also, to a certain level, I don't care what other people choose to do with their lives. So yeah. I don't have a dog in this I mean, one. You know, this is the auteur Christopher Nolan and he, he could have come out and he could have said, you know, I don't think that's the right move. I won't be working with them in the future. Whatever. That's fine. He comes out. That's the worst streaming service. Like, Yeah, wow. That, it it was shocking. baby Christopher Nolan, come on this show and I will tell you, you ain't coming on this show. <laughs> Not because we don't want you, because you don't want to, but that's fine. You can have that power, right? Yeah, he um that that it was shocking how hard. First of all, it's not true. They're not the worst streaming service. They're maybe the yeah. best actually. I well, don't, I don't know. We don't care. <laughs> yeah, so it it actually it's my favorite streaming service. I'm not sure it's the best. It's certainly not the worst. No. But um, it it is shocking to see someone lash out that strongly. I understand his passion. Um, I it could, especially after everything he went through in the summer and fall. But was, uh, I I think it's a fascinating. Know, I push that. I go to the movies all the time. I, I, I go to the theater all the time. In fact, in this yeah. weird way, a lot of people are like, oh, I'll wait for it to come on cable or Netflix. A lot of times, if I don't see it in theater, I won't see it for, like, I just it doesn't get into my radar. And that sounds weird. Yeah. But, but um, yeah, I, I, I think it's fascinating. I, I'm not surprised this is his stance. But, um, yeah, of course. Yeah, but uh, it would be weird. If this costs Warner Brothers, uh, Christopher Nolan, that would be, that would also be really shocking. And um, I think it's because of Christopher Nolan that he's a big factor in why they're doing this. Because if they would have announced that Tenet is coming on HBO Max next week, you know, back in July or August or whatever it was, their their subscriber count would have doubled. Mm, Yeah, I think they know that now. So they're just getting ahead of that. And I don't think some of those other movies that they're going to drop next year are really aren't going to have the same impact as Tenet, plus the fact of Tenet's already happened. We've already kind of gone halfway down this road now. But, yeah, I don't know, man. And this whole bullshit of, well, they should have let the creatives know. It's like, does your job call you a day before they fire you, or do they just fucking fire you? Not That's that a little people, It's a little different. Not these people, different, are getting, these but... people aren't getting fired, right? Fair enough. However... The way that this affects them is that they will go from making tens of millions of dollars to maybe making seven or eight or six million dollars. You know, boo fucking who? You know who pays the checks to fund your two hundred billion dollars movie, Dennis Villeneuve? Fucking Warner Bros. You ain't paying for that. So what the fuck do you have to say about it? If you want to make another $200 million movie, you better hope that one of his other studios want to do it, because if they don't, 
you're not going to pay for it. You know, I, I think it's more of a disrespect thing. More of like it, it could have been. disrespect. Everywhere I turn, the world has disrespect. People are out there. But that doesn't make it know, right, though. Just because it, just because no, it's, it disrespect is common. Well, no, honestly, they, I don't think it's entirely about money. I do think it is. Um, if Dean, like I, I came on your show today and I agreed to come on to do your show on YouTube. And if, um, if, if it was the other way around and I had you on my YouTube show and we were going to talk about what you're up to and, and the Shmodan space. And then we filmed it. And then I said, actually, we're not going on to YouTube. I'm going to hand write this out and put it as a newsletter. It would be a little different. It is a little bit of a, they are kind of sandbagging them a little bit. Yeah, I get it. And what, I get what, it. What, but what, these what, are just what, such like minutia issues. You know, these people are still, they're going to get their movies made. You know, Nolan, Villeneuve, um, whoever else, the, the, the Kong Godzilla director, who I'm sure is in such high demand right now. I don't even know your fucking name. You know. He's I, I definitely don't feel bad for their loss of money or any like any finances yeah. on the, on their end, dude. So half the time, I don't know where I'm getting groceries. They can fucking blow me on that aspect of it. This but my point. The, a, a common courtesy of being these are people because you're you're partners in a way. Yeah. You're business partners, and it, yeah. I would like my business partner to tell me of any major changes that are going to affect me. Yeah, I get it. And you know, there's a whole you hear that, Dean? I do. Wait, did he say Rocky Stryer again? Because I might have just blanked it. No? Cool, cool, cool. And that, um, again, I'm not sure who that is. <laughs> but um, I've lost my train of thought now. Let's go talk about Roxy, right? Um, <laughs> she who shall not be named, Roxy Stryer. I love Roxy. And I know your thoughts still can remain on screen behind. Oh, we really are going to talk about Roxy. Okay. However you want to play it. No. It's not, I'm not going that deep as I'm setting it up to be, but um, you know, we were talking a couple of weeks ago about Roxy as a personality and how much of it is like an on-screen personality, this whole getting lost, I don't know shit, I can't look after a baby, I can't find my way past my doorstep and all this stuff. It's, but she can manage a YouTube channel and she can all do all the Exactly. They got a calendar coming out. I'm sure there's a great, I'm sure that's selling by the bucket loads. That cover, man. I almost bought one just for the cover, but anyway. <laughs> you know, that all of that, it's a complete farce. And this was confirmed because I was coming on to watch SCN Live today and I was a little bit early. I was like 15 minutes early. I'm eating my dinner because it's dinner time here when we're watching SCN. Let's say we, me. Right, so I'm 15 minutes early, and I was like, "Great, I'm just gonna sit here in silence and and watch like the thumbnail and wait for the video to come on." No, no. so I just I scroll down my subscriptions and I see what else is on. And Roxy's got a, a, a stream going just prior to SEN, and I don't. Again, I love Roxy. You know, I'll support her. I'll click the like on every video that I watch that she's on. I don't watch a lot of stuff on her channel because I get. A lot of that stuff from SEN and everything else. And she had her brother on. I don't know if anyone's watched any of her streams. Um, Jet Stryer. And he's Roxy to Roxy. He was doing this whole play dense thing, like asking the questions, like the really obvious questions. And I was like, 
it just cemented it to me. I was like, I see. I don't know if he's an older brother or a younger brother. Because I know that that can like have some effect on like, you know, like that personality will rub off on you. But it was literally, Roxy was Christian and her brother, Jet, was Roxy. And it was just a complete flip of the dynamic. I don't know if any of you guys watch Roxy's stuff, if you picked up on that. But it's a character. Roxy... Roxy can find her place anywhere. She knows where everything is. She can look after everyone. And I will not believe anything else from now on. She can look um, after everyone. That, that's, that is the nicest. She should, she should, you should tweet that at her. She'll, I'm sure she'll pin it on it. Roxy can look after everyone and find anything. I, Please come on our show. <laughs> I, will say this, I, will say this, I will say this about Roxy. Because she gets her balls busted for asking basic questions. Yeah. More often than not, I appreciate when she asks those questions because there's times where I don't know what the fuck they're talking about until Roxy asks one of those basic questions. So I actually, and it's easy when it's, which is easy to do when you're having Christian is a very natural style of conversation. And when you, when you're flowing like that, it is, I, I think maybe it's easy to understand that um, not everyone's catch, not everyone's caught up with you. I like when Roxy yeah. does that. In fact, I think Roxy, plays coy a little bit in the sense that I think she asks those questions, not necessarily for her. I think she right. asks those questions for the audience. Yeah. I, I completely agree. This is what I'm saying. I think it's all just a contrived, articulated bit, you know, that's gone on for years now, you know, through like Collider Live and now this show. I think it's very exactly what you're saying. She she'll it's almost like a like a like a season recap or something, you know. Just like, oh, and by the way, cutting back to, and she'll ask some, some completely banal question, but it will tie back into like a previous Streamlab or a Schmobar or something that somebody else is saying in such a clever way that, you know, but it still like seems like she's not just taking over the show in a way that we used to talk about. Like sometimes like it felt like Ben Goddard was like a, a bit of a reluctant parent trying to like desperately steer the ship back on track when he was... Yeah running stuff um, because you think that never mind i'm not gonna i'm not gonna reopen that i'm not gonna reopen that last jedi uh uh no. thing never mind hang on what movie is that you you, you broke up a bit there um <laughs> but um i i think yeah totally contrived and i believe that now more than ever that roxy is just a secret genius and that she's just she was in the movie Method in the Madness, and this whole thing is just method acting. And it's so good because, like you say, Shul, it gets the show back on track, but it does it in a way that doesn't make her seem like she's the, the you know, stern uncle trying to particularly bring everything back on track. And I don't think unsung hero, absolute unsung hero, whatever you will or won't say, Shul, I, I just wanted to get that out. I, I think she's. She's she's always auditioning, is what is the way I see it. She's just always acting, and she's 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 good. To the point we don't even know. We watch her every day for years, and it's like I feel like this is new information that I'm giving everyone. Just my thoughts. Secret What's genius, Shreya, Nobel Peace Prize, twenty twenty one. What are your thoughts on all that, Saul? Yep. <laughs> oh, I knew it. I knew it. Uh, you got about 10 more minutes, Saul, or uh, you need to get out of here soon? Or I could do 10. Yeah, I could do 10 more minutes. All right, cool, cool. Um, well, something, Dean and I have been 
something we talk, we've been talking about uh, concerning SEN Live uh, the last couple of weeks, uh, maybe three, um, is the crew. You know, the crew shift, uh, bringing Alex on, um, uh, moving Ben up to the panel, the addition of Steph and all this stuff. Uh, how what do you think about uh the 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 crew how they do the crews and the the amount of people and uh all that kind of stuff because i mean dean and i we we enjoy the rotation and stuff the only thing i've ever kind of wondered is like on some days it seems like they'll have seven people on or six people on and then five on another day and it seems a little lopsided on the numbers but other than that i mean what do you how are you digging the crew here the last month or so there's a lot of there's a lot of talent in the SEN live bullpen, and it is it, it's kind of um, I I do like the I I do like I do like the mix. I've always I've always um, these are people I I have a lot of uh, I, I I'm obviously a fans of, and I love I um Steph's getting I'm getting to know Steph. That's interesting. She's she's not she's good. Uh, I'm very happy to see Alex. It makes me yes. Uh, you was one of those people that texted Steph for Roxy's number with you. <laughs> no, that's. That's not me. Um, <laughs> some, some other stupid guy. Carry on. <laughs> yeah, that was I. Yeah, um, wasn't me. But I was, I'm very happy to see Alex Marzonia on, on the air every day. That he um, he's uh, he's part of the uh, you know my lore. So I, I, he's a, he's a genuinely great guy. He, one of the best conversations I've ever had with anyone in this space was was, was with Alex. Uh, the first a couple of times I got to spend some personal time with him. Um, it's a good it's a good bullpen. It's it's a good it's a um, I like that Winston's hosting now. I like that a lot. Yeah. Um, I hope to see more. I hope to see more of that. I know Christian is uh, today was his last show for 2020, so hopefully yeah, we we'll get to see Winston a lot more. Yeah. Makes sense. Uh, a little too Roca heavy for my liking. Really? Um, yeah. See, I, I I I tend to favor the Roca days. Those are my favorite days. Well, shame on you. How dare you? How dare you okay, encourage such behavior in which we? And have I'll to say endure. it real quick, since you're on here and and we're talking about Roca tomorrow for flashback or uh, Friday for Flashback Friday, I'm going to uh, tweet out that old that old episode of this show with uh, you and Roca on together. That was a really fun fucking time where I bitch slapped him verbally. Yes, I like I recommend Ooh. that to everybody. That was a fun episode. Oh man, do do you guys uh, watch um, coming up next? With um, Barry and and Jessica, because um, they put out a, a call on last week's episode. Um, they sometimes have people send in like promos against Schmodown people. I sent in a promo against Roka for this week. I am really. I'm hoping to see if they play it. It's yeah. it's it's completely goofy, and it's in no way, you know, it was. It's just funny. I'm hoping they I'll play tell, it. I, I'll tell you what. I'll watch this week to see if that's there. I'm hoping they play it. I DM'd it to Brad on Twitter. They they put out a thing. They they a couple of weeks ago it was Jeff Schneider. You know they've done it a couple of times now. Like oh for next week, cut a promo against this person and send it in. And there's not been a massive turnout. I guess like you know a lot of people probably like you know like anxious nerds who probably don't want to do stuff on camera that much. Maybe I should um, maybe I should look into this. Maybe I, I can have do counts for you, man, because you're actually. You, a pro technically you know maybe uh, i maybe that, i maybe i just I, I you know to get some practice reps in for the season I mean, coming up yeah I like I you're kind of like mid, between the, the season and the draft i guess you're technically undrafted for that period you could kind of 
go back to the old ways of being a fan for a minute and and have some fun with that. Technically, I am. An, uh, technically, I'm a free agent. Yeah, that will be after Saturday. Yeah, it will. When is the draft exactly? I can't remember. When is it exactly? Do you remember, Saul? I believe it's the last week of January. Okay, okay, cool, cool. Is that when it's aired or when it's filmed? Because it's not going to be live, right? Um, I know it will be live, actually. There'll be live is reactions. There will be live reactions of the draft. I believe it's the – I want to say the 29th. I, I don't, I'm not 100% certain, but I believe it's the last weekend of January. Um, awesome. In America – it's the weekend between the championship games and the Super Bowl. Oh, that right mean any, that means nothing to you, Dean. But Americans no, will know what that is. Yeah. Um, to us, it's just another gray week. Yeah. Um, we, we don't have anything of note then. Mm-hmm. It's and two then, weeks before Valentine's Day. That's when it is. There you go. That's <laughs> a way of looking at it. And then I know free agency. I believe free agency is the week before. Or maybe even two weeks before there is, so that's not it's not the same weekend. I know that they they they're breaking yeah. those up wisely because it's going to be it's going to be. Tell you what, the draft and free agency last last. I mean, I was I'm very biased because I was involved, but like that was so much fun hearing updates on people what they were thinking. That's when backstage yeah. launched, and to have yeah. Roca come on and talk shit, and maybe he'd go. So, you know, he was kind of locked up, but um, to hear people what they're thinking and where, you know, and, and to imagine, do all that fantasy sort of fantasy drafts in your head. Like, well, would it be interesting to see these players together with this manager? Yeah. That's going to be like that times 10 this year. I think, I think, I think, I think the so. off the off season has potential to be just as exciting from spectacular till February. When we get back to it, that's going to be, that's yeah. going to be, it's going to be a fun time. I was really skeptical about the draft. Not going to lie. Um, like that whole right. aspect when they introduced it, because, we don't, we don't really, I don't really follow sports anyway. And even if I did, we don't, our sports don't necessarily work that way. I don't think any sports in the UK really have to, what's the draft? Is that a basketball thing, right? Am I right? There's a draft in basketball know. as well, yeah. Yeah, okay. So it's just like a general thing. So I was kind of worried about it and I was thinking, oh, but if I like these players and they're on this faction, but I also like this player that's on that faction, that's going to make it really hard and less enjoyable for me as a viewer. But then as we got into the season, it was like, okay, so I'm swag all the way to the end of the year or to the end of my life. Um, if I if I make it past this year, that'd be great. Um, <laughs> but then it became, and I was like, oh, but, you know, there are players on other factions that I really like. And it's like, well, I guess I can't root for them anymore. And then obviously as the season progressed, it was like, oh, okay, so now I need to root for the den or I need to root for the rock stars because I don't want corruption to win their next match. And it, yeah, I get it now completely get it. And, you know, and I'm glad that we're doing that. And I think you're right. I think next year, I think it's going to be 10 times that because, you know, we kind of, nobody had any allegiances. We had a few, you know, we had like the horseman and Roxy and the odd couple. There was a few, but not that much, but now everyone's built up these, you know, rapports with each other. There are these, um, you know, kind of illusions of um, loyalty. I don't know, and how much, how much of it is um, illusion, and how much is real. We're going to find out. And I think it's going to. I don't think they're exaggerating when they say it's going to be some of the most intense, intense showdown stuff we've ever seen. And I can't yeah. wait. Have you had um? Have you had conversations, Joel? I know you can't really say anything, 
But we, we assume you've spoken to Kate and, she, and we assume that she's discussed at least something, whether she intends to retain somebody, you know, whoever she intends to retain, you know, whether you would want to work together again. Have you heard from other managers? Is there anything you want to share? I am in regular contact with, with Kate Mulligan. And we've had a number of conversations about my, my future in the Schmodown and the Den's future in the Schmodown because I am I'm very much a team player and I wouldn't want my team to be diminished because of something that I'm doing. So uh, we've had those discussions are, have happened and will happen again and are ongoing. So yeah. Kate and I are, we're in a very good place. Um, arguably our, our lines of communication are, are wide open and yeah. Kate and I yeah. talk. So, so that is, yes. And to answer your other questions, I have, um, I'm batting them off left, right, and center. <laughs> I, I've been personally contacted by numerous managers. Uh, yeah. And their interest has been um, – the manage, listen, there, there's certain managers that probably I'm not for as a player. And right. those managers, coincidentally, are not contacting me. So the one this, – and this is kind of how I kind of I, – I, look, the, the 80-20 principle is, is, a, is a part of my life in a lot of ways. And um, – the 20, you know, by being myself, I may scare off 80% of the people, but the 20% of the people that I, that I attract love me. They don't like me. They tend to love me. The managers, all the managers that have reached out to me have expressed very specific and high interest. And I've been contacted by, um, five you don't managers. have to, I've been, but... five managers have contacted me with very, exp with very, no, no one's kicking tires. No one's kind of like, no one's being polite. I've had very oh, yeah. specific interest from five managers telling me their plans for me, what they, what they, how they see me fitting into their team's plans for the you're, 2020 you're, season. Just IG, right? You only watch IG movies. So that's where you're at. Are you, you looking at teams? Are you, are you, you don't have to answer that if you don't want to, if that's your thing. That... I, I've set up an exploratory committee to research the possibility <laughs> of playing in teams in 2021 because i uh, think id plays in teams could and introducing the ig slices like more into next season that could that's going to be such a game changer and the possibility for teams because you've got a lot of these like serious movie people who play in the showdown who don't give a shit about the star wars and all that stuff so you pair you know this this is one example that i'll pitch that i've been pitching for a while now but if Roxy was to put Stacey Howard and Alex Damon together, she could have something really dangerous, you know, and that's just one example. I think that could be, you know, and, that's, and I like the cross, you know, pollination of it all. So I'd be definitely down to see you in teams. Yeah, I, I, it's something I'm looking into. It's a, it, The biggest hurdle is logistics, unfortunately. Uh, I'll say this. If I lived in the greater Los Angeles uh, area, I would yeah. definitely be. I would definitely be a team player in 2021. Yeah, because we're not looking at. We're not going to yeah. be seeing a lot of team digital matches, are we? Right. Next year, yeah, so. I don't think we're seeing any of them actually. But no. so it's a it's a logistical issue. If I can, if some things maybe change or progress in certain ways, I can maybe guarantee that I will. Uh, I I have the knowledge base. I have the ability to play in team. I could play in teams tonight. Like I could. That's how. Uh, if I if you told me to list my top five best slices by my own self assessment. 
uh, I don't know. They're, they're definitely not all IG. Most of them might not be IG slices. Uh, maybe my I'll say three I say three out of my five best slices that I could play at as a player wouldn't be IG slices so I want to guess Martin scores AG just because of the suits uh, he, he would be <laughs> certainly in my top ten I don't know if he's in my top five but definitely in my top yeah, 10. you don't have to give that away yeah I mean whatever how long we got Jay what's what's the situation uh, here we're, we need to wrap it up here we're um, wrapping up that's but, cool uh, that's my prom night I'm gonna I'm gonna put in my last two cents uh really quick. The only the 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 two things that I just really, really, really want to see out of next season the Schmodown is I want Ben the Boss Bateman to be the Schmodown's first player manager, and I want Roca and Sabrina to be a team. If those two things can happy or can happen, I'll be happy. Uh but Saul, uh what do you what else you got coming up here for the rest of the week? Where can folks find you at yeah, if they want to three hundred shows you on this week? <laughs> uh, well let me just say, let me co-sign that. Ben Bates sure as a player as a as a as a player manager. Yeah, that's great. That's a, I think that's a great idea. I would have no problem with Bates. I've been saying that manager. for yeah. over a year now, man. I think that would be amazing. That's how Babe Ruth ended his career, actually. Was he was a player manager for the uh the Boston Braves, I think they were. I believe anyway, so. Uh, I always think of Charlie Hustle. Yeah. I just worry that you start blowing the lines too much and then, you know, people are going to want to start doing more of that and we could end up... If anyone know, could do it. Could get messy. No, if I agree that Bateman, if anyone could Bateman do it. and Roka are the if two that could do it. Well, I don't know if Roka could manage, to be not honest. now, but maybe a, a year ago, it, it might have seen that way. But anyway, but, you know, sorry, I'm, I'm getting us all off track. That's okay. Yes, I am. Uh, we are in the middle of Sol Week. I'm halfway through it. Uh, and tomorrow, we're halfway through it. Yeah, tomorrow you can see me on Rachel Silvestrini's YouTube channel. I'll be on movies, music, and mayhem. I um, Rachel is a uh, a faction mate. She is a yeah. fellow host of a show that we do on the Gucciverse. You did the Mando show, right? More important, yes. And more importantly than that, she's actually a good friend. Uh, she really is one of the better friends I've made in this space, and she's yeah. uh, one of my favorite people. And everyone, you should already be subscribed to her. And yeah, I will be uh, met Rachel. tomorrow night. It's going to be fun. And then after she's doing a double header tomorrow night, she's um, she so she's doing me. And then afterwards, it's her and Julian Marie from a certain point of view. So stay tuned for both of those. And on Friday, I got a double header. I am hosting my um, I am one of the co-hosts of the Gucci versus after show this season. We're watching the Mandalorian. Um, join me, Chris Hall. Sean Sullivan and Rachel Silvestrini as we dissect the uh, we have a conversation it's not a review it's a conversation about the Mandalorian yeah. uh, we have a lot of fun doing it uh, I'm very I'm very happy with it and it's um, kind of flattered that the Gucciverse uh, trusted me to do something like that and speaking of the Gucciverse I'm not going far I'll be joining John Kaiser and Tom Gucci Dagnino with Late Night Gucci and Kaiser and Larry Payne on Friday night and Saturday, I'm going to be, uh, I believe I'm going to be part of the after party on the Let's Get Ready to Talk Schmodown after party for the Spectacular. Maybe I'll come and try to rescue Abby Friel from you guys. No! Morning. Maybe you should come and stop by yourself, you freaking slacker. That's what I'm talking about. Maybe I'll just storm in here and, and rescue <laughs> her. Uh, and Sunday, I might do something on Sunday that's still pending. So I don't even know why I mentioned it. 
But, uh, yeah, thank you guys for having me. This meant a lot. I appreciate it. And I appreciate you guys doing a special, a very special SCN After Live. We weren't even supposed to be here today. No, you weren't. And I appreciate it. And also, watch SCN Live every week, every day. I might start doing that. There you go. Good idea. Where can the folks find you at there, uh, Cunt Dooku? I love that uh, name so much. You can get away with it. If I did it, no. Yeah. You can get away with it, my friend. But for the last, like, 48 hours, this has been a point of contention in my mind. I, was like, oh, I thought it might be a little bit too aggressive to have it there on the screen for an hour. But nah, and, you're and big, big shout out to Alex because he didn't even hesitate. The first time that he dropped that name, I did... I saw it come up on the screen. I'm like, he, he's not going to say that. <laughs> you know, this is Alex. You know, nobody's going to say that, especially not Alex. Kunduku uh, <laughs> says, oh, let's go. And now here I am, a cunt. And you can find me on Twitter at Iron Dean 2099. That's Dean a, that's a- my best to not be a cunt. <laughs> Do you know what? Speaking of Dean, speaking of Dean twenty ninety nine, we didn't even get into the uh, the three jokers. Yes, we. Oh. Uh, I'm, I I was going to broach that with you tonight, but yeah, uh, your 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 handle reminded me. I'm assuming your handle is it, it's a reference to the Spider Man and Punisher twenty ninety nine. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, they they did a Daredevil twenty ninety nine, uh, Marvel Knights like it's like a one issue. Check really? that out. It's really cool. I've got a um, graphic novel back there somewhere. And it's like four two oh nine nine um one shots that they did. There's the Punisher one, the Daredevil one, there's the Inhumans, and I don't remember the other one. But well, anyway, because yeah, everyone show. Launched, at launch when they launched it, it was Spider Man, it was I think Doctor Doom twenty ninety nine. Yeah, that was pa- weird. And Doctor Doom twenty ninety nine is Doctor Doom. He got he fell into a time warp. <laughs> and it was Punisher 2099, and it was an original character called, I believe, Ravager. And that's when they launched yes, in 2099. I have yeah. that. I have the foil fucking cover of that. Yeah. The you know, foil like, cover. It oh, looks, my God. Looks like it should be valuable. You would have to pay somebody to take it off of you at this point. But I yeah. digress. If we should do a show show or something. Get, get me on a stream. We'll talk comics all day sure. long. I'm there yeah, for sure. that. Anyway, Twitter. I'm not a cunt. all right well uh 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 again real quick i'll throw this up here this saturday is the premiere of speaking of schmodown with dean uh and myself and dan delinsky um with a special segment from uh louis monet uh the frenchie um that's gonna be good it'll be on the jcast network here on youtube uh but other than that you can find right now you can find me on the uh, the Twitter rather at jwade1134. That's the letter J W A D E one one three four. You can find Merck with a movie blog at movie blog Merck as well as movie uh, Merck with a movie blog dot com on your podcasting platforms and YouTube. Uh, we got some good stuff going on over here. Uh, Saul, dude, thank you again very much for your time and uh, and the fun. Uh, I don't see. Well, no, you did sort me out. Actually, you said. Uh, the other night you were going to sort me out today and you did sure. and had me lowering my head like a puppy. I think I peed myself. Well, uh, we were going to be here and now we are. That's yeah, as short yeah. out you can get. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, just by accepting you, I've already won. Yeah. 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 Dominating me all the I'm way not, and I'm, not the good. I'm not in this thing, guys. This is them too. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, this is them, him. I'm not involved. 
Yeah. Uh, but <laughs> hey, guys, um, we th this this here was our last midweek show. So from now on, the the shows will be on Fridays only, uh, the same time, three fifteen p.m. Eastern time. So uh, join us. Like it even more. Yeah, we're gonna kick the shit out of you guys' asses after SCN. Fucking Friday. We're awesome. And Fridays are fucking nuts. And thank you all very much for joining us. Everybody have a great, safe week. And uh Saul, I'm sure we'll have you on again uh here later on. Thank you again, sir. You can play your cards right. This oh, is yeah. good, man. Should have done this for another hour. <laughs>